Hey, Street Fighters. How's it going? Wednesday night, time for a street fight. Y'all ready to do this thing? We are here. Spread this mess across the U.S. Descent and disruption. That's the name of our uh, game. We are the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. We're coming out of Columbus, Ohio. You can hear us on WCRS Community Radio every single Sunday night. We take your phone calls every single Sunday night, 9 p.m. to midnight. Uh, the number to dial is one I don't have memorized yet, but we do release it when we do the shows. So Sunday night, come hang with us. But tonight, tonight, tonight is the old school shit, the original stuff. Brian and I, my name is Brett Payne, my co-host Brian Quimby, and I are going to descend into the basement, fuck shit up, talk some bull crap, um, and hopefully convince every other working person in the world to rise up for um, equal treatment for all of us and a global abolishment of all hierarchies you know, that impress and enslave all of us. Um, but for now, it's just a radio show, and uh, we're having a lot of fun doing it. I want to say tonight's episode, once again, is brought to you by the smooth, bold flavor of Ivana Bitch, menthol, tobacco-flavored vodka. I'm your star tender for this evening, Brett Payne. I hope you're ready to enjoy this ride. God, I hope you do the bartender thing. Really <laughs> Just follow your goddamn dreams. I know. Dude. I will. I Just. will. I need to sign up for a class. We need Ooh. a bartender. We we just we need to want to ride with us. I mean, no, just as our friend, like our friend group, even could use a bartender. Everybody's like an amateur bartender. We hang out with. Sure. You know, you come in there, you're fucking like, oh, you want a martini? I know how to make a martini. Sure. Oh, you Shake want a Harvey Wallbanger? I'll make right. you a motherfucking Harvey Shake Wallbanger. Right yeah. 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 Sex on the beach? Oh, I know how to make those. Yeah. That's that was my drink back in the day. You might even be able to get me drunk if you bring sex on the beach out or a purple hooter. Mm-hmm. That was my drinks. Yeah. Back in my day, I would fucking sit on the side of the road drinking a sex on the beach like nobody's business. Yeah, those are uh I mean, I don't know I don't know if I can go back to that. <laughs> oh, I could. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I can't get drunk. Uh Man, so uh, we just did the Undercover Boss for our Patreon, uh, as always, $5 for the every week we watch some different TV show. Mm -hmm. And it came up that I think living in a house with a teen has had a different thing on me, like okay. a, an effect on me, a new effect on me where I just think everybody's making fun of me now. You do? I do. Everywhere just I go. You I, think it's all sarcasm? And I do. Irony and that might be also what it is that I'm in this world all day. And that when, like, if I go to a grocery store, right, and the guy that's working at the counter is just having fun and stuff, I feel like they're making fun of me and not like just trying to have a jovial good time for me. I'm always like, oh, I feel like I got destroyed at this place. Because <laughs> so, they're doing better than you? No, it's just, just. I mean, you just like, feel less than everybody. People do a voice. You know what I mean? If somebody does a voice to you, it's like. Like a customer service voice? Or just, no, like a funny voice. Like they're just trying to be funny at the customer service. Oh, no, counter. you said, you said um, when they when they talk on the, uh, over the intercom and they use like a radio voice. Yeah, if they're goofing off on the intercom, a lot of times I feel like. When they're like, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Pamela Whitmore, please come to the frozen food section. Yeah, it's like you're making fun of my name. Yeah. Like, what are you making fun of my name for? Whitmore. Brian Quinby. Oh, hey, come on. Keep it down. Vote Quinby. Vote Quinby. (laughs) Hey, uh, that's the name of the Simpsons mayor. Yeah. I'm like, just keep it down, you know? Yeah. Let's let's not draw attention to anything. I don't want anybody to know I'm anywhere. You know? Right. What if the police come in there and hear you calling for me and then they know that's where I'm at? Right. So earlier this I, week, on the coldest day of the year, I put my wallet in my pants. I recorded a podcast. Okay. With Dank Metal. Okay. And Dank Metal. Yeah. <laughs> earlier in the day. Or like so earlier in the evening, I put my wallet on the kitchen counter. And my wife, I don't know what it was. They kind of make a big deal out of it. Okay. It felt like. Okay. Not really. Okay. What she said is, so what? You're keeping your wallet here now. And I said, like, well, I don't have, like, a wallet place. I kind of just, I I don't have places for things. You I'm should. not a guy with places. I just don't have places for things. Wallet's one thing that should have a place, maybe. I mean, the place is where will I easily be able to find it tomorrow. Yeah, you're just touching my body. I'm like an early, uh, like I'm thinking ahead. It's like if I put this on my dresser, I'm going right. to see it on my dresser. When I'm doing my dresser stuff, I'll have my wallet. Right. I just don't keep things places. It would have been fine down on the counter because I would have walked downstairs, looked at the counter, and there it is. Right. You know, I don't have a place for my hat. And anybody that's been to my house before I wake up will know that I'm always walking around the house screaming, where's my hat? <laughs> but it's usually like in a place that makes sense uh-huh. that I didn't think to look at first. You right, know, it on makes my bed sense. on the floor. It makes sense, but you have to squint. Yeah, yeah, I have to figure it out. Like, where did I put that last right. night? So I, for some reason, because she was talking about me keeping it on the counter, I was like, oh, she must not want it on the counter. I'll just throw it in my pocket. Uh huh. Threw it in my pocket of my <laughs> pajama pants, and then I did a podcast, and then I went to bed with my wallet in my pocket. Nice. You prepared. I well, I wasn't try- like because I know somebody's gonna come and take money yeah, from me. Yeah, you could just get up <laughs> in the middle of the night and go anywhere. <laughs> get up when when the bill co- when like the college loan officer's standing over my bed. That's I'm like prepared for that day when they're like, "We're getting this money from you," and there's a guy just standing up for me while I'm yeah. sleeping with his hands like going like. <laughs> and, uh, there's like a fire, and then you like are out there like, "Well, I don't have to go get a new bursar." <laughs> dude. Well, and this that's part of this actually is that like I then got up in the morning. I took my pants off and I threw them in the, uh, I threw them in the laundry. Okay. And I put new pants on. I came downstairs and of course, because it's my job, you wash. both my wife and my daughter said, are you, are you going to go to the store today? Right, right, right. <laughs> because we can't have a day without going to you the gotta store. You got to go to the store. <laughs> it's customary. Yes. But I... Still can't figure out how not to go to the store every day. But, and, like, it's always stuff we desperately need, too. It's, like, toothpaste. Well, I got to go to the store for fucking toothpaste well, today. I got to go to the store for laundry detergent today. Yeah, but I also have a hard time convincing you that you should buy things in bulk because you're going to need them tomorrow. so expensive to buy things in bulk. I've you're just in- realized lately now that the laundry detergent I'm using is maybe slightly problematic because it's $1.70. And it comes in like a thing that looks 
pretty big, but I think it only is like six or seven loads. No. <laughs> but I, still, every time, it's like, oh, it's only $2, no. though. The other stuff's Take $11. $30 of your fucking money and buy the big one. No. The one that's like a penny a gallon. A penny an ounce. A dollar seventy-five feels very easy oh to part. With, you know, it's just like here or the toothpaste. What if you is a dollar? Do you need to do if you did the math and you saw how much more that cost you in the long run? Would that make any? Would that would that do it for you? <laughs> Tell you the truth, I don't think so. Spending a dollar seventy to do six loads versus spending a dollar, like hmm. if you spend it all at the beginning of the month. Okay. I don't know. I don't think so. I think I know this. I think in the back of my mind, I know it. But I'm living for today. You're, you know, you're living despite people that are good with money. <laughs> no, I'm living. You just want to do, you want to make all the wrongest decisions. You're like, <laughs> what if someone did like the worst possible idea? No, what I'm, I'm trying to, no, that's not even what I'm thinking. You're what a I, scientist. I am in the moment. Financial right? scientist. Yeah. What if you live totally impulsively as live as if you are dying tomorrow but what and you don't want to have any like leftover shit <laughs> that's kind of true though i do have a thing about that every time i watch hoarders or marie kondo or something like that where there's somebody with a bunch of stuff in their house and yeah. they don't want to part with it i'm like no like you, gotcha. just, you gotta get rid of this somebody's yeah. gonna have to get rid of it when you die yeah so get rid of it yeah it's important. don't make your family throw your shit away because they yeah. don't know what to throw away. They'll feel bad for everything they throw away. You know, like, was this important to him? Yeah, to, to them, everything, yeah, is emotional. Yeah. So you have to get rid of it. And, again, I'm living according to what's in my bank account today. Right. Not right. tomorrow or the next week. I live day to day. People talk about paycheck to paycheck. I'm a day to day guy. Day check here. to day check. Day check to day check. <laughs> and by check, it's like... Me going through, like, me going through my, like, I look at my bank account when I wake up, and I'm like, that's the money. Yeah. So, this is the money. So, I'm working way. Well, be nice to have more, you know. We only got a plan. I mean, (laughs) realistically, you can only expect the next seven days to happen, right? One calendar week is all we can I mean, that's, we, that's all we can make plans around, right? That's all we can comfortably, yes. like, commit to stuff and and, and know what's actually going to happen. Beyond seven day, that seven-day window, it's kind of sketchy. It's like, that's not even real. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what could be? Space that's aliens, maybe? That's how I feel. On the eighth day, Bigfoot showed up, gave us all the eternal wisdom of Aquarius, and then there was a new, you know, age of... Uh, of enlightenment, right? I, <laughs> like, and so then it didn't matter whether or not I saved money on bulk onions. Yes, Th- thank you. Right? I would right. never buy bulk onions. I buy you one. You got to get bulk onions. They're so cheap that way. <laughs> I buy one onion at a time, dude. One onion at a time. Don't you want to be the kind of person that's rich with onions? Don't you know what wealth <laughs> is? Don't you know what you can just whip up a stew from like your your pantry, right? I could you just, just I could grab get an onion. handfuls of potatoes and just no without ever leaving your fucking house, dude. Right. I do. I do get it's what you're saying a, about the going like to a the... bountiful amount of produce you can get. But the like the potatoes are like seriously ten pounds for two dollars sometimes. Like during Thanksgiving and shit. It's yeah, crazy. I usually will buy like three potatoes <sighs> because there's only three of us. I have right. three potatoes. Right. And don't 
you know, one meal. You're planning on one meal. You know, <laughs> never know. You might not need to plan. Have you ever seen Fight Club? Meals. You ever seen Fight Club? At yeah. the end, they blow up all the That's credit true. card companies. That, that happens tomorrow. And all the debt gets erased. Right. And everything's different. Sure. And it's like. Yeah, yeah, let's figure you, that out. You don't want to be the sucker that saved money, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I don't want to be the one that had money in those computers, right? Right? right that bought into it. Yeah, I'm. When they were just like, "Ew, it's not gonna work." I like have less than zero dollars. You know, I have like less than zero dollars when I die. That's what I'm shooting for. Gumball's causing a ruckus on this one. Yeah, <laughs> Gumball is fucking really. On, let me get Gumball. trying to be annoying tonight. So yeah, I like. I go to the store and I go to, I get all this stuff. I'm all ready to check out and I'm getting ready to leave. And I realize I don't have my wallet and I'm like, holy shit. I think I lost my wallet. And I fucking looked everywhere around the store. I kept asking the guy at the counter if anybody had turned in any wallets and I was, I couldn't find it. And the terror the absolute terror of having to get my bank card again. Yeah. My ID. Prove your art. Yeah. My health savings account card. And then. Staying in them government buildings with the dirty windows and having them yell your name out or fucking dealing with. Man, every time I go to one of them buildings, you show up and every time they're like, you don't have the right documents. And yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll be back. <laughs> Can't knock me down. I can go get the documents. I'll be right back. And I had they, to do that with the po- I had to do that with the PO box this week. Yeah. Yeah. And they scream at you too. They're, they're just always <sighs> screaming at those places. It's, it's the most difficult situation. And it, again, it's like going to get the documents. You have to go to three different places to get the documents. Like why doesn't the Bureau of Motor Vehicles have the fucking documents there? Why don't you get all of your, the post office would be the place, right? Like the post office should have everything in it. Everything, all of the stuff should be there. You should be able to get your birth certificate, your social security card, your driver's license, your fucking credit card, your fucking, there should be universal health care. You shouldn't sure. need the health savings card. But it's like they should have all of that stuff at the fucking one place. Why does it have to be several different buildings? Know. You know? Why? Because it keeps the Illuminati in power. I guess, man. Yeah, they, they like have to have all of those buildings be set up like a, a pentagram in yeah. the city or like the government doesn't work. Yes. <laughs> to harness that energy yeah. yeah i um oh we so we did get a p.o box if you want to send street fight mail you can do that now p.o box 82306 oh that's a lot of numbers columbus ohio 43202 one more time p.o box 82306 columbus ohio 43202 but i went up there yesterday I rode my bike in the fucking rain. I took a tax form. I took my tax turn. Ten, tax uh, 1099 up there is my proof of identification. They're like, oh, we can't do that. You can't turn that in. And so I went and looked at the documents online. I did my car insurance registration, which was a PDF that could be so easily fucking doctored. Like yeah. the, I could have take, done a YouTube tutorial 
downloaded Photoshop and doctored that thing to be whoever the fuck You're I like wanted that to dude, be. That dude that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio played yes. in Catch Me If You Can? Yes. You it think is, you could do that? It is so thin. The th- whole thing is so fucking thin. It's stupid. Why are we it's doing stupid. a podcast if we could be forging documents and really living yeah. high on the hog? <laughs> Selling fake constitutions to yeah. people and shit. So I did. I had an interesting experience today. Uh, I, you know, as mentioned before, I joined a YMCA, and I no, I saw on the calendar there was a boot camp this morning, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna wake up and do this boot camp. It's like 5:45 in the morning. I'm there, and I show up, and like everybody is over 60 years old. There's like a dozen people there, and they're all over 60 years old, including the trainer guy. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. Whatever, I'm fine. I'll roll with it. They're all very nice to me. Hey, welcome. They introduce themselves. There is one guy, though. (laughs) There is one fucking guy that's, like, in his 40s. Like, he just had, like, baldness, you know, just older guy. And he was, like, kicking ass, and they were rooting for him. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like they were really impressed. Like they were just like going off for him. He's like king. he's king. He's the king. The yeah. He's the king. Yeah. Yeah. He's the guy. He's popular. Right. Yeah. He's Zach Morris. He's who I want to be. Yeah. 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 And so I don't know what to do because I feel like I'm not I'm not trying to usurp him from the throne. Yeah, you are though. But I feel like I've come come into like a big fish in a small pond sitch, <laughs> you know, and I'm not but I'm not going after anybody. So I don't know. It was funny that they were like, and they all, and the thing is like, they all said like, hello, Brett, nice to meet you. And they're like, goodbye, Brett. Hope to see you again. And the guy's like, come back, come back three more times. You get a free t-shirt. You know, Do you really get a t-shirt. Yeah. I survived boot camp at the YMCA. Yeah. Like yeah. A 60 year old man. Uh, I'm going to have that shirt. They gave a troop a job. They're just like, you know yeah. what? This troop needs a job. And just let him cut. Does he yell at you? No, no, he's no, <sighs> no that. yelling. No, Fuck no, that. like Lear, Arlie Emery shit or anything like that. But I'm definitely going to do it because I do not hang around 60-year-old. I do not hang around older people at all. So I'm going to go because uh, it seems like a cool place to be. And because you can destroy that guy's gimmick. You can go in there and be the champion. I'm going to be, yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll get a thing. I can do a lot of diamond push up. You should come in. Yeah, this is perfect for you. Cuss at that guy, stay up all night, and then go in there and get high and act, act a fool in there. This. So I'm like scouting a situation where you can go get a burst of self-esteem yeah yeah yeah, yeah go find me one no, if i, I beat one, that other 40 year old do you think i could beat the the top no, dog he's pretty good it's pretty good me too he's been actually. doing boot camps <laughs> i am too. he's been boot camping but i'm badass you gotta do the boot camp man you gotta admit that every time there's a physical feat well, that i do you're you're I, i've I'm surprised impressed. you many times i'm impressed i feel but uh, so it is at a time when you're awake, which is 5:45 a.m. So you're normally awake then. Like you could just turn off your last movie and come and work out you know right before thing? bed. I go to sleep at four usually. I try to get to sleep <laughs> at four, okay. but then my wife's alarm starts going off at five, and it goes Perfect. off until 7:30. <laughs> It's the worst thing. Instead in of listening to an alarm, you could be doing boot camp, man. I could. I could. I could get up and do it. I mean, I'm going to sleep late anyway. Yeah. I, maybe I'll come in and do boot camp sometime. That sounds like something I should do, right? Yeah. Ugh. I want to go in there. I mean, I don't want to go in there if I'm not going to be the king, though. That's something. Got us an audio clip. Really? To listen to real quick that I from last night. And... uh Oh, it was an ad. We got to let the ad play first. From who? 
Monday.com. From Donnie Trump? Yeah. Uh, you know, this will get some conversation going, right? We can get some conversation going. We ready? We ready for audio, Jason? Do I have to do anything? Let's do this. All right. Here we go. Oh, wait. I got to turn on the audio on my computer. Doy. We got a few audio clips this week, Brett. Do I have to do anything? I can hear my. I can hear. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Listening to yourself. I got it. Yeah. In the United States, we are alarmed by the new calls to adopt socialism (laughs) in our country. (laughs) The way he says that. America was founded on liberty and independence. That was Congress. And not yeah. government coercion, domination, and control. I disagree with we that. We are born yeah. free, and we will stay free. Listen to these maniacs. Wow. Wait, that's not even the craziest thing. Wait. <laughs> You're chanting USA, USA out there? That was nuts to me that was like on tv last night they preempted everything on all the channels and they played that and those people they they run everything yeah they fucking run the whole thing are chanting usa you i guess i would love usa too if i was like running the whole thing yeah if you were there you get swept up in it how crazy is that that he's talking about so like that that he actually went on tv last night and was like wink we're not fucking socialists. They're right. so scared. They they know it's coming. I just have this. I have it. I know that they know that that it's. I guess that that like it's dangerous. That there's enough of it out there now that they have to comment on it. And that to me is a huge difference between when we started street fight. You know, it was, they were just like ignore it. They just ignored the left. Yeah, Period. they didn't yeah. have anything to say about us. Only time they ever had anything to say about the left was when there was the Democratic convention would be yeah. coming up and they would be like, the left's going to come and fucking ruin it. <laughs> like That was the only time I ever heard them talk about us. I yeah. never heard them like, like say we're, we are definitely not socialists and this country is freedom town right. or whatever yeah yeah you know what i was gonna say is you know what it reminds me of actually is that rule that i've heard that vince mcmahon the uh owner operator of wwe wrestling he i had heard that he will never mention he never wanted them to ever mention wcw mm-hmm. or to mention that anybody else exists besides them because that takes away their status as like number one. It legitimizes. You know? It legit. It makes enemy. other people. So right. they never did it because it was like you're giving press to right. your enemy. Exactly. And he's at, like he's, he's the just, perfect spokesperson for fucking just, socialism, dude. Because people hate him so much. <laughs> yeah. They just want what's not him. You know, like, and he's up there saying, but I was so struck by that standing ovation, like a standing ovation. Was that with the Demi too doing yeah, that? They too? were all donkeys uh, out there. All of them. He on. Yeah, so Nancy <laughs> Pelosi clapped. Oh man, up there. Like, yeah, I, that's, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's them though. I mean, that's most of the people though. I mean, all, think about the think about all the parents of your think about all the parents at your school and what they would do in that situation. Yeah, think of them. Yeah, right? they. I mean, I don't know. I I don't know that there is that kind of. Um, <coughs> I don't feel like there is that kind of 
uh, anger at socialism out on the streets anymore. Well, they, not anger on socialism, but just swept up in Americanism. Right. Well, Everybody yeah, but I don't still know fucking loves Americanism. Yeah. Yes. You are exactly right. They, they can't still USA, think, dude. I know. That's like the... <laughs> but I'm saying that that's the government, though, doing that. That is like... Those are the all the people that are most invested in USA. Right? Yeah, for sure. USA. They're on the team. USA. They're actually on the fucking team. Right. They're playing the game. You don't... I mean, I don't... I don't even hear them chanting USA on wrestling anymore, really. I guess... They were a few years ago when they had Rusev yeah. come on there. Yeah. And they kind of aren't doing politics anymore. I just don't feel like there's a high... What... what? Let's say on a scale of 1 <coughs> to 10, okay? What level of patriotism do you think there is? Like, what, what do you think on a scale of 1 to 10, the average, regular, everyday streets, what do you think the patriotism level is? I mean, too high for my liking. What? I mean, people still, you know, I like everybody, both sides still buy into that. Like we support the troops. And so that means we can't ever question anything that America has ever done type shit. But I don't think that I don't think the American exceptionalism thing is as <coughs> as I would. If I have to go one to ten, I think we're at a six patriotism wise. We were at a ten. Not too long ago, in my lifetime, we were at a 10, right around 9-11. And it's sort of kind of slowly eroded. And I think we're almost getting to an even level of patriotism, if that makes sense. Like, it's slightly more than the average time. I don't think yeah. people love the USA anymore. And I think they that do. even when they chant USA or do the fucking... USA thing at the Independence Day or at a concert or something like that. I think even there's a certain amount of people that are just doing it ironically. To, to the Murica thing. Oh, Murica. You know, M the M-U-R-I-C-A thing where people are like, uh, yeah, I'm a big <laughs> dumb fucking patriotic shithead. And yeah. that's what they're doing. They're like doing that bit because it's so ridiculous that people are patriotic. But mm. then there is... Like I said, about 60% of people, super into America. Super into it, I think. But it's only 60% now. It used to be 100%. It used to be 90%, I think. We've, we've whittled it down a little bit, I feel. You don't feel like we've whittled it down a little bit compared to when we started doing this? Yeah, I guess it's moved some. But... Remember how hard it was for me and you to say we hate America? Right. In the very early days of Street Fight. We're only talking about like 2010, before Street Fight was a thing, when we were doing our other thing, and when me and you were kind of talking about politics at open mics and shit like that. Uh, I remember it being a kind of, I kind of almost remember the moment that I said, I, I don't, I don't like this. I, I don't think this is very good. Yeah. You know, it took me a long time to get there. And, and it, I feel like, I've been watching it happen with more and more people in the past three or four years than ever before. Yeah, yeah. I just think people got disenchanted with Obama near the end when it was like, holy God, he didn't really fucking do anything. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> holy shit. And then now with Trump, we have a whole half of the country that kind of, I don't think they think we're that great anymore. 
Yeah, but they still love the cops and they still love the troops and they still love American. They still believe in American democracy can turn it all around. That, you know? Yeah, that's true. Hey, and they know? get I mean, they have nice schools for their kids to go to. That is true. That is true. And the schools are like all teaching patriotism. I, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, that's true. That's I, true. I, I like saw a tweet yesterday that just I mean, it was absolutely amazing. And I'll read it to you. And, and we can kind of talk about it. There, there's definitely stuff that we can say about this this thing. And it was, uh, okay, so yesterday, or during the State of the Union, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez didn't smile. Yeah. Didn't clap. Yeah, that's tight. Didn't join in on any of that See, shit. that's what I mean. There's like one of us in every crowd. <laughs> there's one street fighter in every crowd. Yeah. Of dumb idiots. And somebody posted that. And this guy decided to say something to her. Let me read this. Oh, no. No, no. Caleb Mueller on Twitter. Who is this? It's just a rando rando guy. Only 65 people care what he fucking says anyways. (laughs) Right. It was the first comment under the the tweet that she did. Let's hear it. I don't care who you are, what your political beliefs are, if you like Trump or not. Personally, I don't like him as a person. However, it is your job as not only an American, but a representative of the American people to respect the man and the position he holds. (laughs) I since when I just forever. He is right. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say that on the paper. Right. (laughs) That's true. But he had, we have been told to respect the office of the presidency. Well, yeah. As long as as it's someone that they like, I mean, as long as it's someone they like, that's what they say. When it's not, they, you know, do monkey memes. Yeah, they weren't respecting Obama, and the liberals weren't ex- re- aren't ex- respecting Donald Trump no. or George <laughs> yeah, W. Bush. Yeah, like it's, back it's and always forth. like we can take the gloves off. They're always like we can take the gloves off when it's not our guy standing in the thing. So uh, Thomas Violence is a is a dude that does a podcast called Bunta Vista. It's a good podcast, Australian thing, and uh, he responded to that. To, I posted that a screenshot of that tweet and said this is the best tweet of 2019 because yeah. it's just like when you see a real person having set like saying that stuff. Yeah. To me, that's like a, a like like catching a fairy pure or mo- something. Like pure that. moment. Yeah. You see when someone actually like a straw man becomes real. <laughs> yeah. Right? When a straw man gets their heart. Yeah. And you like get a little tear in your eye because yeah. you're like, holy shit. I mean Wow, he respects the office of the presidency. <laughs> Ma'am, know? if you'll remember, George Washington said, I may not respect what you say, but I will defend to the death your right to re- to say it. <laughs> right. But when Thomas, what Thomas Violence asked me after that was like, why are and how are people like this? Because he's an Australian guy. And it's like, it's easy to fit. It's easy to fit in. It's so easy to fit in when you're down with the team. Right. There's and, that. And, and it's I, a team that you don't have to work for. Right. But think about the way. To be a part of. You just have to be luckily enough. To, you just have to be born into it. Right? Yeah. You do nothing to earn it. Well, I'm thinking about, because my daughter's learning about the Constitution right now. And uh, she's really hot under the collar because on the site you go to to get your homework, there's a site that you go to to get your homework and and has the readings on it and stuff like that. 
and like the teacher is on there and you can contact the teacher and talk to them when you're not at school and oh, shit God. like that. I know. It's, it's horrible terrible. for fucking teachers. <laughs> They're like at home trying to binge watch something with a laptop open, just waiting for some kid to bother them about something they ignored during class. <laughs> exactly. My daughter every time. Oh, yeah, I wasn't. I'm sorry, Dad. Wasn't too clear on that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. I like well, I wasn't listening at that time. It's like, oh God, you're there to listen. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he changed his avatar from the Constitution, which is. I mean, he loves the goddamn yeah, loves Constitution. Yeah, He's teaching our kids. That's who's teaching the kids about America, uh-huh. right? Is this guy. That loves the Constitution. Yeah, just blown away by it. And is just, he changed his avatar to Donald Trump, and my kid is furious about it, but I'm like, he's the president. Yeah. He's the president of the United States. You know? Yeah, it's really not that odd of behavior in this country. I don't think it is. You know? I don't think, I mean, it's like, I don't think he's a Trump, he doesn't, to me, he could be a Trump guy. This is, wait, her teacher? Her history teacher. Did this on the... The on the s- website the for the school. Yeah, I think he's just trying to Are they to allowed show. to do that? Uh, yeah. I mean, they make their avatar. He's the president of the United like this States. Is, this is the perfect chance for a principal to make a name for themselves <laughs> on some right-wing Facebook pages by really putting the hammer down on this guy. Right, but me and me and you want to get the hammer put down on us on, no, a, on a right-wing no, page, no, no, but no. most people don't want to end up there. No, like, that's our dream to end up on the right-wing <laughs> we're like we're gonna teach our children what to do after they've been triggered by a, a big bad conservative you know <laughs> that just invokes the name of the one whose name who cannot be spoken yeah i just found it so i i don't think it's that weird like i don't i think i don't I found either, it no, actually I, weird that when we went to the high school that they didn't have a picture of donald trump up in the hallway or in the office because they had pictures of Obama. They had pictures of usually, all the other guy, all the other presidents. They when the president, it's a government building, and you have to put a picture of the president yeah. up on the fucking. Everybody wall. has to look and see who's the <laughs> asshole that we're all like going along with. Right. For this but is what this is, everybody's working hard. All our tax money is going for to this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's not there. The, 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 they don't have it. So I just think they're yeah. not used to seeing it. But the truth is, like they. He's the president. Yeah. And he he's yeah. the guy that's in charge of this thing. This thing, the Constitution led to him. Yeah. They wrote the Constitution in whatever year they wrote. I almost said 1776, but I know that's wrong. Okay. So now I'm just going to say a vague time. In the seven, they wrote a Constitution in the 1700s. And it is the thing that runs everything right now. And it ended up at Donald Trump. Yep. Like it yeah. got to it Donald, got us Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I could, if I was looking at like whether the Constitution is a successful document or not, I, one thing I would want to put in the con call yeah. is Donald Trump. Yeah. If you were doing like rigorous testing, <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good example. I would say, I would, for, if you were like, let's do pros and cons of the Constitution, the first one I would be like, con. Donald Trump. And then like we would get into more other things, yeah. you know. Yeah. But uh the, the way this guy's teaching them about the constitution, about the constitutional convention and all the rigmarole that went into getting a constitution passed, which look, this is history, right? But the way he's teaching it is such a shockingly like no blood on our hands way. 
yeah. of teaching this thing. And so you can see why basically we get out of high school and then we have to be deprogrammed and taught of how to read history because they they it's like insidious the way that when you're the most impressionable they teach it to you in the worst way possible to yeah. understand history oh, you yeah. know and so you know it's like religion it was one of the reasons i didn't want my daughter to go to a religious uh preschool because it was just something in my mind that was like yeah no she's really young and i i don't know if i want somebody screaming about god in her ears because yeah. Then, like, there she has no chance in this world. She's got to be deprogrammed. Yeah. From fuck that. you. Yeah. And it can it can really take hold at the young age. Yeah. So I think that's why people chant. That, to get back to it, that's why they were chanting USA. And right. Shit. right. It's just there. We have no chance of. I I think it's getting better now because of the internet. But I still think that's a minority of teens that are going on Teen Vogue, and yeah. that are like um going on Twitter and, and like, there's so many people we meet like, a, like Vron and, and Nick and for every one of those teen Joe, for every one of those teens that we've met, there's a hundred other ones that have no interest in yeah. politics. No, that, that are <laughs> fight to, to carry a blue lives matter flag at their football game. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I think it's about how we teach this stuff. And we stand up every day and do the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag yeah, for 12 years it's in the most impressionable yeah. time of our life. Yeah. Like that makes it – like anything you're pledging allegiance to regularly is going to feel extra important to you and probably carry a place in your heart. You yeah, know, It's almost sure. intimidating the way that they make you do that. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought I, – I, I, but hey, he's talking about fucking – He's up there talking about socialism at the State of the Union. Yeah, yeah. It means something's happening. And yeah, no, he said it. It means it's working. It's a thing. Yep. It's a thing now. So uh, next sound clip. I got three sound clips this week, Brett. Ooh, so we're going to be able to comment on some soundy boys. Yeah. Here is another. Now that since we're talking about the United States and, and all that stuff, I'd like to play this this clip. Uh, I got to start it over because, of course, okay. it's I did it in the worst possible happens, way. This is happens. from Walid Shahid on Twitter. Posted this. And uh, here we go. Here we go, Brett. You're going to love this, I think. I do. I love sound clips. Uh, the author of Winner Takes All sent in a question. Ooh, okay. He said, do you agree that billionaires have too much power in American public life? Yeah, I do. I do believe that. And it gets at, it yeah. gets at the issue that, that AOC has been talking about. It gets at the issue that Elizabeth Warren's been talking about. It gets at yeah. I, I, I you know the the moniker billionaire now has become the the catchphrase. I would <laughs> well, it means guy that, that has billions of dollars. People of of means have been able it. to leverage their wealth and their interests. What are you talking uh, about? In ways that are unfair, and I think that speaks to the inequality. But it also directly speaks to the special interests that are paid for by people of wealth Billion. and corporations who are looking for influence. And they have such unbelievable influence on the politicians who are steeped in the ideology of both parties. And once again, I go back to this. If I what? should run for president, what? I am not in bed with any party. Yes, you are. You're I'm a fucking billionaire. Special interest. 
All I'm trying to do is one thing, walk in the shoes of the American people. You can't do that. And billionaire is a special interest. When they, they always say billionaires can't be bought. And it's like, dude, you're bought. You're a billionaire. You're yeah. a special fucking interest. You're not some like above it all person. And yeah. you can't know what my life is like or what a homeless person's life is like or what a low, oh, well, I'm lower middle class, but like you can't know what a working class people's person's life is like. You can't, you have billions, of, you have all the resources you could ever need, I could ever need, and fucking a million other yeah. people could ever need. Yeah, um, I like people that he feels discriminated. I do too, I yeah. do too. That means let's, we're doing our job. Let's not say, let's not say billionaire with such a harsh B. I, I feel like, <laughs> You know, people are saying that in a is in a pejorative type way to say if a, a fucking billionaire needs to die. You know, yeah, I, I don't like that type of speech. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. He's like, don't call me a billionaire. It's like, but you have more than a billion dollars. Yeah, you That's... have so much money, and um, so many people go without, and uh, it doesn't make any sense because you couldn't have possibly done something that makes your life worth that much more than someone else's. Right, insane people of means makes it yeah. sound like they're like me i have means yeah. i i mean i fucking i can buy seltzer water to drink yeah. all the yeah. time <laughs> i'm yeah. living a relatively comfortable life yeah. i would consider myself a person of means yeah. if you're not a person of means you're a person of power control <laughs> yes you can pull the puppet strings and he does you can decide how the world what happens in the fucking world like Every little stupid thought you have can become a reality. How cool is it that he's famous for being hated? Like, nobody knew who he was. I know. Like, two he, weeks ago. But everybody's then, worked at Starbucks for a I little know. bit. I mean, it's like McDonald's. It'd be like if the CEO of McDonald's came out. Yeah, there would be people going crazy. Yeah. It's so, it's so fucking awesome that, like, he came out. And he thought, thought that guy booed. <laughs> I can't I wait to for come me. out and do a smart, sensible presidency <laughs> that thinks globally and acts locally. You know, people are like, fuck you! <laughs> it's like, that's what makes me excited for when, like, Bloomberg announces and because he's going to do the same thing and people are going to be like, fuck you, Bloomberg! Yeah. Kiss my fucking ass, asshole. Yeah. It's everybody's yelling at this guy too. It's like everybody came together to hate Howard Schultz, yeah. which is to some fuck off. Beautiful. It's like, geez. God. <laughs> Gosh. I guess we'll run for president then. Yeah, I wonder how I hope he goes to bed. His golden bed every night. And it's like, you know what? I have like he lays down in a house. He's like, I have everything I could ever need, everything I could ever want. They bring me fresh teenager blood every morning and they transfuse it into my body. I have uh, I have gloves made of gold that I wear everywhere, but not a single person on this planet likes me and they all think I'm a shithead. <laughs> That's the life. You made it. You're a person of means. You got means, man. You got the means. It's like I always think about when – so like if there was a societal collapse – and like one of these guys that has all this gold is just like sitting on a pile of gold while everybody else is just eating food and stuff like that. It's yeah. like, nah, man, you got your gold. You yeah. invested it all in gold, my man. Eat that gold, I guess. It ain't worth shit anymore. Hopefully somebody can do some metallurgy.
It's, <laughs> that's what's beautiful about like, uh, or, or that's what I, I always think about. Like, I wish there just a day comes where none of the money and none of the gold and none of that shit is worth anything. It's just all worthless. Because uh -huh. it is, in a way, kind of worthless, in my opinion. Because it's like, what can you really do with gold other than buy things? Which then I guess that makes it worth something. You can something. make computer shit out of it too. You can make computer <laughs> shit out of gold. Oh, sorry, sorry. Make yeah. gold schlager, which is important for the teens of America. You make, uh, yeah, $10,000 tacos or yes. something. Yes. They put gold on those. Yeah, but they can't even make like an all gold taco. They gotta like, it's just a shaving yeah. of gold. This s'more is made the classic way, but it has sprinklings of gold on top. <laughs> they always put the gold foil on. Yeah, that foil. Well, who wants to eat that? I like know. I, I know. Oh yeah, that classic thing we all like to eat. Yeah, foil. foil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't love to have a big ball of foil in their mouth? Yeah, let's just, just chew it on it like gum. Just let it melt on my tongue. Let's do that. Let's do an ASMR video of chewing on aluminum foil. Oh, God. <laughs> That'll be our... <laughs> my, my new ASMR video. Shocking, horrific ASMR. <laughs> Putting battery on tongue. <laughs> Putting 9-volt battery on tongue. Chewing on foil with... <laughs> With fillings. <laughs> Running my fingernails across the chalkboard yeah. ASMR. Check yeah. it out, dudes. That's for like BDSM ASMR. <laughs> yes, BDSM ASMR. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to do that. I um, like it. Going on girls chat really got yeah. my mind running. Yeah, <laughs> get you going. Yeah, You're in a shame spiral. <laughs> Oh, chewing on foil is. I, there's people listening that are like, I'm gonna fucking stop listening to the show right now. They keep talking about chewing foil. <laughs> you brought me foil right now. I chew it on the air because Ooh. I just it's gross and it doesn't feel good. But I take one for the team. It makes my eyes like shake. Oh, and shit. I know. You it, it takes a lot. You gotta be tough. Yeah, it's making my spine. <laughs> Just thinking about it, it's like... It's cool. It's yikes. cool that you can do it's, that with words. Yeah, buzzes. <laughs> really makes me cringe. Uh, one last sound file <coughs> that I found this week from Jordan Yule, progressive activist, garbage human. Uh, okay. <laughs> what it says for his thing, but he posted this earlier. He posted this uh, earlier this week. I think it was yesterday, and I saw it, and I thought... I thought you and our listeners would be super interested in hearing what that dude from Duck Dynasty has to say about health insurance. Oh, Grandpa Duck Dynasty? <laughs> dick, uh, Phil. Phil Rob Dick Duck Dynasty. Why do they? Okay. You say there's a dick? Is there a Dick Duck no, Dynasty? No, there's not a Dick Duck Dynasty. <laughs> dick Robertson. That's my dad. My grandpa's name was Dick Roberts. My name's Dick Duck, dick duck Dynasty. <laughs> All right, here we go. Are you ready? You ready for this? Uh, Phil Robertson is the old man one, right? Yeah, he's, he's the, the creepy looking like guy that you wouldn't let near your house. We didn't need vaccinations when we had the Bible. Yeah, listen to this. Let's go. Uh, contrary to what Kamala Harris said, she says, elect me and everything's free. Look, everybody can be have their own health care. The that government's nice. going to finance the whole thing. Okay. It's not going to okay. cost but $30 trillion. That's okay. I'm offering you the greatest right. deal you ever had. Elect me, and everything okay. will be free. But she's saying that other people who have been getting away with financial <laughs> murder will pay for Let's it. Stop. Can I stop this real quick? 
they brought him on a finance Fox Business show. Fox this Business is on Fox Business right now. Mr. Dynasty. Is <laughs> <laughs> all of this is all of this talk of financial redistribution hogwash? <laughs> let's see what he has to. Let's see him continue talking about healthcare. What I'm saying. What I'm saying is that Kamala. Come on. I already have health care. Oh, okay. It's given to me by God. Oh, Eternal health care. I'm guaranteed to be raised from the dead. Okay. I have life and okay, immortality yeah. okay. given to See, me by God through be. Jesus Christ. People get yeah. sick on okay. earth in and, human form. Yeah, thank so, you. And yeah. Give, you this guy had to the say that to him. is not worth it. I'm telling her I have eternal health care and it's free. Doctors okay. can give you a little temporary reprieve, right. but they cannot save you, keep you from alive. physical death. Being the alive. doctors who treat you, they die too. Um, okay, that's uh, a good point. Jesus is dismissing that we need people need health care, right? Yeah, it's just who I didn't have health care for 50 oh, okay. years, well, and someone says. Now I'm rich and famous, yeah. so I said, Miss Kay, you can buy every kind of insurance known to man if you want to. Well, but I, I never <laughs> needed it for 50 right years, now. so they, there you go. Well, it's brought him on as an expert? Yeah. <laughs> on TV? Why would... <laughs> Who was involved with this? Fox News, man. I mean, like, can you imagine Just... sitting down to watch the news? And how many people would go, yep, yep, <laughs> yep, that's right, that's right. They won't put that on MSNBC. What? They won't put the truth on MSNBC. Can you imagine what? sitting down to watch that and then listening to that guy talk and then coming uh, away? Mr. Like, oh, okay, yeah. Mr. Dynasty, uh, <laughs> surely you don't mean people don't need health care. I don't need it for 50 years. <laughs> okay. Could have used it, though. I, I yeah. mean, he could have used it. Probably some stuff. Should checked I'm... with the expert on that one? What I'm trying to say is... You get eternal health care when right. you're dead and in heaven. Right. Not all of us want to take that chance, dude. I'm going to say that you don't get it. I'm right. just going to say that right now. Well, it's cheaper. Health care is cheaper when you're dead. <laughs> that's true. Like, if you want free health... That's what he's trying to say, I think, is you get free health care when you're dead. So, heaven sucks so bad that they, like, they still have to have like universal health care up there <laughs> yeah <laughs> right, right. Like, that is like a like, real failure no. of imagination of heaven if there's still bureaucracy up there this sinful world is not made for universal health care but the divine way of the lord he provides social security card upon arrival <laughs> which you can use for free health care <laughs> free college all that in heaven these people, they're trying to compete with God. They're trying to compete with God. Set up a kingdom of heaven here on earth. Give you things that God gives you, like health care and education. You get your regular checkups up there. You go every six months to the doctor and have them look in and see what's going on with your health. It, like, if you get cancer up in heaven, it's always early detected. That's the nice thing about it because you don't have to wait no lines, but you still have health care. You still have an insurance card. Look in the lost book of Genesis. You'll see in the in uh, in uh, the the city of Atlantis under the water. They had harnessed the power of crystal gems, which which it was in direct competition with the power of God, and they had to strike them down. If if our Congress were to create the kingdom of heaven here on earth, God would strike us down as well, <laughs> right, Mister? And then I love some you. some like you know. Then some guy comes on with a comb over and says. Well, I've certainly got my eternal <laughs> health care.
<laughs> That's true. Yeah. Like the, the, the next person that had to the come on after him, like, like the next guy that was like an economist at at the Heritage Foundation or whatever comes on after him, and and just the show flips into like, no, this is serious conversation. This is all very serious conversation about business, right? Here. Yes, we just had a crazy hillbilly grifter on here just a minute ago, but the rest of this show is all real. You haven't been reading your Farmer's Almanac. That's what you haven't been doing. I didn't have to to check the weather. I just read the book. You know, you ain't supposed to know what the weather's going to be the next day until Jesus decides to make the weather the next day. So I don't use a a weather application on my phone because it's sinful. It's sinful. We would be in heaven if we could know what the temperature was going to be tomorrow. Uh, It's so unfortunate. I'm going to take another shot of whiskey, of of the vodka now that I've heard that. It's a bad idea. But um, knowing that that is on, like, how many people rep Fox News so hard? Our president. I know. Our president watches it. Donald Trump, our president of the United States of America, our leader of this shit show. He wakes up every day and watches Fox and Friends. It's true. It's true. True. I'm surprised he didn't go on and do a state of there the union. There is eternal health care. Like, there oh. is eternal health care. <laughs> a wise man once said there's eternal health care in <laughs> right, heaven. Right, right. That's the thing. We ain't socialists. Like, that's socialist. Kamala Harris. He's so mad yeah. at Kamala Harris for, like, all the wrong reasons. For Like, he's the one, he's focused on her because that's the easiest one to be racist against sure, right now. Sure, sure, sure. I'm sure he's mad as hell at Cory Booker, too, but he hasn't gotten to him yet. Right, he's not right. famous. Kamala. Hey, Kamala, let me tell you a little something about health insurance. There's an application for it in the back of the Old Testament, and you get it when you die. Yeah. Yeah. God put the, uh, it's called Ezekiel bread. Look it up. You eat it every morning for your toast. You stop eating the wonder bread. Solves all your health problems. Yeah. Eat celery juice too. What do you think? How much stuff do you think he just leaves up to God? I hope he goes to jail for tax evasion. Yeah, for that like, would be nice. like taxes. Would, yeah, the the Lord said the tax man is there. is wrong, and there's only one kind of taxes, and that's the taxes you pay in heaven. That's tithes. I pay my tithes now. <laughs> yeah, they don't they don't want to check in this country see who's been paying their tithes. Yeah. He just doesn't believe you pay taxes until your money's going to God. Yeah. I'm just like, so when I go to heaven, I'll pay my taxes. Yeah, when I get up there. Jesus will get my money, and he'll right. he'll use it to fund that wonderful health care program we're going to have in heaven. Right. <laughs> Full service, Cadillac health care, heaven health care, the heaven yeah. plan. God, can you imagine? Like, it's yeah, just so a... many of our grandparents and our parents are turning that on every day I and know. watching and it. Really, and going like, you know, that's... You know, he may just be some swamp monster that we dragged out on out here. He wasn't, but though. he's got. I think he's got something. You know, they kind of think like, I never thought about it like that. <laughs> you know, my health care actually is a thorn in my side, and even though I'm paying seven hundred dollars a month and I still get underinsured assistance. I think I forgot about my eternal health care. Yeah, you know? I don't think I've been paying much attention. I, I look. I didn't, this cancer, I just, I've been spending so much time just, trying to get these cancer medicines in me and this chemotherapy, and I haven't thought about my eternal health care. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to take my mind off this cancer and just I'm going to start looking into my maybe, you know, cashing in on my eternal health care. Right. <laughs> 
this these guys the thing about these guys is they were suburban turds right yeah they is were that, like yeah. before they, they just grew long beards structure and, yeah the whole thing's a goddamn gimmick right they're just grifters they're yeah. grifters they're grifters and they're the dumbest people and like i can't believe they let that guy on on the news that's on the news by the way like that's the news that was one know, of their financial that was like one of their correspondents <laughs> on politics and and you know how evil you have to be for the guy on the new on fox news to be like well people do need help yeah right? yeah I know. <laughs> that's a lot you have to admit humanity yeah. just, the fox news guy had to reel him in yeah. a little bit like, like, well, well what about like you know you break your arm and shit gotta fix that yeah. arm you know uh, I saw the most depressing story today, Brett. What's that? Uh, and it, it was from Bloomberg News, which is the most depressing site. In the I don't world. know it. Eh, it's, you know, it's financial news. Oh. Starting next year, U.S. employees at insurance company Unum Group will have a choice. The company will put money toward their student loans if the worker gives up five paid vacation days. What? <laughs> the new perk, they call it a perk, is a creative twist on an increasingly popular benefit. Confronted by a tight labor market and even more indebted applicants, about 4% of big companies surveyed by the Society for Human Resources Management says they're helping their employees pay back their loans with cash payments of up to $250 a month. The deal for 8,500 Unum workers, though, is different. Cash for debt in exchange for unused vacation days. Each day is worth an employee's hourly rate for an eight-hour day. Parents what? who share the responsibility for a child's loan also qualify to cash what? in. Yeah. So you're able to they, take they I'm sorry, go ahead. You're able to take five of your vacation days that you get out of the year and you're able to take that money that you would have got for vacation right. and pay your student Can loans and then just go to work for those five days. Just have let five less days off. Yeah. In the year. This is hell. That's <laughs> fucked up. It sucks. It, they don't need you those five days. Just I wonder what it. they're doing too. Like, are they giving you like your face value money before taxes? Well, that's what they're saying. They're saying each day is worth an employee's hourly rate for an eight-hour day. Uh, so okay. it's the same you are, as your vacation day. It's but your but your but your vacation day. They're taking tax money out on this. They're not taking tax money out. Uh, maybe who fucking knows? But well, I'm just. I don't know. I'm trying to figure the deal out. Either way, the deal is bad. You should get your just pay it. Just fucking pay it. Pay them and give them. I mean, that is a perk, really. If there are really companies that are paying two hundred and fifty dollars of your loan at the end of every month, that is that helps. Yeah, that yeah. would be a huge help for me. An extra two hundred fifty dollars. Two fifty. Yeah, two fifty a month is great, but that's not what they're getting. No, they're not. They're getting. getting yeah, I mean, yeah, you're talking about people. If someone's making ten dollars an hour. A week of fucking work, four hundred to one four hundred dollar payment, or five resting days off of work. That yeah. fucking sucks. Yeah, there's no way that having that many hours off of work is equal to any amount of money. Yeah, Unum estimates that around thirty percent of its U.S. workforce will take advantage of the benefit. Ooh. On average, Unum employees carry thirty two thousand wow, dollars in debt with payments of three hundred and fifty dollars a month, according to the company's internal resource. How much workers can earn for their vacation days depends on their salary, but the custom company estimates an average of about $1,200 a year. So they'll pay $1,200 for a year of your loans. And 
the thing uh, is, they're talking about three fifty a month, but they're trying to get six hundred dollars a month out of me. Like, no, I don't think anybody's paying three hundred fifty dollars a month unless they've gone through all the steps to. You have to get default. it knocked down. Yeah, yeah you, you have, have to, to get... default to get down there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they don't do that. They, they, they fucking. It's always a ton of money. They want at least five hundred usually. Yeah. So okay, I paid two. You paid two and a half months off of my loans out of a twelve month year, and I lost five days like i you just i lost five days and and it probably five days that they didn't need you there that's anyway. tough what do you think chat room i what i do mean, think the days are the you take the days they, someone said they pay 92 dollars a month okay well that again is if you go through all the stuff i'm supposed to pay a ton but uh i mean then maybe it's worth it to them jimmy valentine a 30 year old employee at unum with twenty two thousand in debt said he plans to cash in the maximum amount of vacation days every year until his loans are paid off like most americans he doesn't use all of his vacation days that's sad that is so sad and with the benefit he can apply an additional one thousand one hundred and twenty dollars a year to his debt i should take more days off he said but i continue to work to make sure i keep up with everything a recent viral BuzzFeed essay pointed to long hours, low wages, and high debt burdens as triple albatross for millennials. But Gagnon doesn't think the company's posing an unfair choice. Unum employees get at least 28 days of paid time off, nearly double the 15 paid days the average U.S. worker gets, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Giving up five, that gives people ample time. It doesn't, though. That's bullshit. And when you say 28 days off, that is two days off plus sick days plus personal days. These aren't, that's not like a ton of fucking 28 days off is great. I think it's basically what I had when I was at the cable company near the end of the year, but it's not some huge amount of, they're acting like they're like letting these people take sabbaticals and shit, you know? They get 28 days? They get an average of 28 days off. And Um, again, when you talk about an average at a company, like an insurance company or something, there's people skewing that average way up everywhere. Like, you know. There's just people making a fucking ton of money there. And then we're talking about like the people at the bottom that are out of just out of college answering the fucking phones are not getting 28 days off of work. Right, right. They're probably getting, you know, three weeks. It's usually three weeks. It's like, what is it? Five, six, sick days and two weeks of vacation for most jobs I've ever had for like a normal job. Like a that's a good job. You know, like a a good job at an insurance company, filling out spreadsheets and getting yelled at all day. (laughs) What a fucking crappy deal, man. What a crappy world this is. Like, they don't need us. They don't they don't need you there. It's it's we've said this so many times that they use so much of your time up. It's so not fair. The (laughs) amount of time that they demand from you. Yeah, that's what the chat says. You always take the days. My personal time is worth far more than they can pay me to stay in the office. Yeah. Work is the work and it never ends. You're not going to be a hero for working. No, that's the other fucking thing, dude. You go to work every day and you don't use every single one of your vacation days. You don't get fucking shit for that. You don't get anything. Yeah. You know? you. No, it's you, usually a problem. They're like, you can't carry these over. Yeah. I mean, if you roll them over and you can keep them, that's fine. Like, I was able to roll over a few days every year. they always put a limit on it. They always put a limit on it. So, like, they would be like, you have to use them near the end of the year and you just use them on random days. But really, honestly, I always considered it, for me, I considered it a failure 
if I didn't use it all by the end of the year. I'm like, oh, I fucked up. I didn't give myself enough time this year. I didn't stay home enough this year. Yeah. Like, I really, because I, I didn't look at that as a positive, rolling over vacation days. Because there isn't, you're not a hero for doing it. No. You come to work every single day. Don't miss a day. Don't take a day off. And nobody will fucking notice. Nobody. Nobody notices that shit. Yeah. You're just, uh, unless you work at a place with four people. Yeah. And they still won't notice it. They still won't notice that you came every day. Yeah. It doesn't get you anywhere. Take your fucking time. Take it all. Take more than you have if you can afford to take some unpaid days off, you know? It's crazy to me. I don't understand it. I don't under, I, I, I hate to see people getting rid of their vacation, you know, like not using their vacation time because like, you know, I guess when we listen to the, when, when the, the, when we talk to the <coughs> listeners of this show, it's uh, when we talk to the listeners of this show about their experience at work and how rough work is and stuff like that. It's like, you also know that they, they, we've all been trapped into thinking that we need to be there every day yeah and, and that like their time their their uh estimation of our time is more important than what we think our time should be for sure you know yeah last little thing this just this is one of those things that probably affects people in the street fight universe uh I don't know how I feel about this stuff, but I'm just going to read it. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau Wednesday took the first steps to roll back regulations on payday lenders by announcing plans to change an Obama-era rule that was set to go in effect later this year. Oh, no. The proposed rule changes would scrap a regulation that requires payday lenders to assess whether their potential borrowers can repay loans before issuing them. Oh. In a statement, the that would kill that business. That yeah. would just fucking totally yeah. kill it. Because I, I could have never got a loan. They assessed it. Well, I mean, there's a way to fudge the numbers because technically you did repay the loans. But so it doesn't require that they see whether you can repay the loan and not have to rewrite literally one minute after you repay it. Right. <laughs> That's the metric they need to be solving for. Uh, you're exactly right. It's like, yeah, I mean, you can pay the loan back. That's yeah. not the fucking I problem. I will have the money in two weeks, but I'm going to have to also write another check. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. You know, you're stuck in it. It's. That is one of those, that's one of those, the, the big, I mean, first of all, the payday advance thing was something that like, <laughs> I kind of, I think I always give it some credit for me and you for this show, uh -huh. because it was something that like you talked about to me and, and like, I talked about it. We, we talked about it together, how we had been through this thing and nobody ever wants to talk about that. And it's, I think it's. Like, I, I think that's one of the things that made you one of my better friends. Like, like, that's one of the things that made me gravitate to you because that fucking honesty, I don't expect people to start telling each other that they get them. It's fucking embarrassing. Yeah. You don't talk yeah. about that. You yeah. don't talk about your experiences at Checksmart to fucking anybody. Yeah, it makes you feel bad or something, you know? It makes because you feel stupid. You're supposed to, you're like, yeah, you're like, you don't know what you're doing and all that. And it's a, you, they're a loan shark. I can't believe you, and yeah, I can't believe you would go there and fall for that. Right. It's like a trick. You get tricked. Right. And, and that's not it's just, you were desperate one time and got taken advantage of it. All it is. But then for some reason, you know, 
we be I yeah, you end up beating yourself up about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In a statement, the Bureau announced that its initial discovery showed that rescinding the rule would increase custom consumers' access to credit, which we all need so much. We do we yeah. do need to increase put more shit on credit. Yeah, just more credit. That that's everything's been going great on credit. Hey, you it's know what? Just... If you've got if you're gonna hand out a whole bunch of credit, I'd like to evaluate that and put a bet on it and put it in the stock market. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But the new proposal has consumer watchdog groups, many of them who were fierce advocates for the previous rule, crying foul. They say that reversing the rule will allow predatory lenders to continue to charge annual percentage rates in the triple digits on short-term loans that often target low-income communities. That's true. Yeah, that's what's happening now. Consumer well, finance. I mean, if you want to fix this problem, if you want to fix this problem, I'll, I'll tell you how to fix this problem. You pay everybody's off. That is the only way to fix this problem Second for real. Second tax return too. Yeah, a summer tax return. Yeah, that's the only. This problem never gets solved if you don't. The the if you're trying to solve the problem of payday advances, there's one fix, and that's that the government pays off everybody's payday advances, and they just don't do it anymore because yeah. that that's it's, I, it's like quaaludes. You have to just like <laughs> get rid of it and, and kill the source. Yeah. It's got to, that's the only, and that's not, that sound, it's funny because you smiled and like, we're kind of laughing when I said it, like it's this outrageous thing, but it is the fix. It, there isn't another way to fix this thing. There, it isn't like a, there isn't a, a special bureaucratic way to fix this thing where like we could come up with some new policy that's going to change everything. It's just, we got to pay them because the reason the reason people get stuck doing it is like you said, they write a check two weeks and then it has to be paid back in two weeks. And in that two weeks, they're going to get paid again, pay it back, but then they're going to need that money again. And they're going to come back and get that, get that again. And it's just going to be every two weeks. I got to go back here and do this. And it costs me 75 to a hundred fucking dollars to do it every yeah. time, you know? Um, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. So uh, so the proposal drew criticism from House Financial Services Chairwoman Maxine Waters, who said in a statement that she was deeply troubled by the proposal to gut a much needed rule that it would have reined in payday lenders. This proposal essentially sends a message to predatory payday lenders that they may continue to harm, harm vulnerable communities without penalty. The proposal... Um, here, where is that? Um, so, yeah, this is, you know... So here's here's where this is, though. It, if Wednesday's effort is successful, the measures that were expected to go into effect in August will never be implemented. Going forward, Craninger said in a statement, the Bureau will now evaluate comments, weigh the evidence, and then make its decision. The Bureau's former directive, director, Richard Cordray, pushed back on a decision on Twitter. Uh, and he said CFPB is proposing to unwind the core part of its payday loan rule that the lender must reasonably assess a borrower's ability to repay before making a loan. It's a bad mood that will hurt the hardest hit consumers. Quit calling us consumers. It should be and will be subject to a stiff legal challenge. And uh, he said, um, so payday lender, th this is what I wanted to get to with this story. Payday lenders, however, argue that they are helping to provide a valuable service for the millions of Americans who are living paycheck to paycheck and don't have any savings to handle emergencies. No. They, they always <clears throat> fucking get away with that, dude. That is what they always say. And then it, it becomes like this self-defeating thing because it's like, I don't want to say we should outlaw them because I know that people are using them. 
but I also know that we got to get rid of these fucking things. They're bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So if you're a payday advance person, don't feel bad about it. You don't have to tell anybody about it. Just know that there's so many more people out there that have done it. You're not alone. You're not stupid. You know, that's all. It happens. It does. Um, they're taking, yeah, taking advantage of people. You're not even, and it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't make you stupid. No. It doesn't make you a rube or anything like that. It It's there. And sometimes we are so, we need money so bad just at this, my car is going to get towed. Right. My, they're going to take my car away. Right. I don't have anybody to go to in my family to give me $500. Right. I guess I got to go there. And then right. you go there and you're stuck in it for the rest of your fucking life. <laughs> Not the rest of your I life. I mean, yeah, for, for a year. It's, I, I generally think you're stuck in it for a year. Yeah. <laughs> and then your tax return comes and you pay it off. And then hopefully you don't go back. You know, it took me like five years, five stutter <laughs> steps. You uh -huh. know what I mean? It's like, oh, this year I got all the way to May without writing a payday advance. Yeah, and then next year I got to August and then finally... <laughs> Yeah, I made it all the way. Yeah. So I'm out. I haven't gotten one since the early 2000s. So. All right, folks, that's it for the week, baby. Thank you for listening to Street Fighter Radio. If you want more of what we do, we got bonus content over on Patreon. Go support us over there. Patreon.com slash Street Fighter Radio. You get access to bonus audio shows, bonus zines and live shows. Uh, well, not live shows right now. Some live shows are on the way. But us watching TV shows like Fire Festival Documentary or uh, Kitchen Nightmares, Undercover Boss, all that stuff. You can watch our commentary and live reactions to it over on Patreon.com. We also have merch now. We have uh, t-shirts. We have gumball t-shirts. Injury, uh, injury to gumballs and injury to all. And gumball is a stupid asshole. Both those shirts still available. We also have the Lonnie Tune shirt. Uh, all the pre-orders are out. And right now, I'm telling you, this is for live stream people. Podcast people too, because you'll get this early enough. I'll send you out a Drew Toothpaste Hell Yeah Work, work Sucks sticker uh, with your order. If you order now, this week. Right? You know what I also found out yesterday? What? Uh, means of Production is doing a... Uh like a rollout of the type of stuff that they're going to do, like, like kind of a free rollout of different video stuff. And there's going to be, he said there's going to be a lot of street fight stuff in there. So, uh -huh. okay. Good. I mean, Nick has a bunch of, uh, of stuff that we've done. So hopefully, uh, hopefully you get to see that too. Yeah. That'd be nice. That's very cool. There's a lot of street fight stuff coming. And, and, uh, we said this before we started recording, but I think Columbus, we might be, uh, blessing you with our presence <laughs> yeah yeah we'll see yeah we'll that's see just to figure we'll out when freaking that's see look. yeah we also have uh the west coast tour poster if you like the art for the tour poster us flying in the airplane done by an obelisk follow him on instagram and obelisk and uh you can get that tour poster at store.streetfightradio.com as well thank you for supporting and listening to the show um if you want to venmo us some money we're street fight wait which one was it Oh no! Man. Oh no! Somebody did it last week. I'll Thank Venmo, you. I'll Venmo you some money. You will. Yeah. Do you even know how to use it? I have Venmo, dude. 
You have to have it when you go to big cities like I do now. Oh, yeah, whenever you got to split up stuff. You go to fucking New York and L.A. and stuff. Everybody's like, can I just Venmo you, man? Hey, man, do you mind if I Venmo you? We're at Street Fight Radio on Venmo. Send send us a tip. Send us some some extra funds.